No matter who you are, doubt is an emotion we all experience. It's that nagging sensation of uncertainty or this wavering belief. And if we don't attend to it, it has the power to keep you stuck and firmly planted in one place. On today's podcast, I'm sharing the four-step process I use to overcome my own doubt and to build belief in myself. So let's get started. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach, and I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. So hello, how are you doing today? I am loving life right now. I've been doing a lot of traveling in my business, coaching my clients like crazy, and I am loving easing into the holiday season. I always spend a lot of time in this season of the year reflecting on the past 10 months and then fleshing out my plans for the next year. My planning process actually starts in September. I did a podcast on this recently. I love to do that so I can hit the new year running. I also love to soak in all the magic of the holiday season. I still work in my business, but I spend a lot of time working on my business during the holiday season. I love to slow it down a bit and enjoy the energy of this time of the year with my family and just celebrate all of it. Now, as I look to the plans I have for this new year and I get really clear on the big, exceptional, extraordinary goals I want to accomplish, one thing I notice that consistently shows up, doesn't matter what stage of personal growth I'm in, and that is doubt. It's something I coach my clients on often. I've come to expect it to show up, but the way I manage it has evolved and I'm committed to continual evolution with it. Today, I want to share with you the process I go through to manage self-doubt in hopes that it will help you too as you go after those big exceptional goals of yours. So first, let's talk about what doubt is and what we make it mean. Doubt to me is that feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction about something. You consider something to be questionable and you hesitate to believe something, right? It's like that nagging little voice in your head that says, hey, are you sure about this? It makes you hesitate or question the truth of a belief or an idea or a situation you're in. It's an obstacle you must overcome on the path toward belief in yourself and all the things that you want to do and have and experience in your life. Doubt is what fills the space, the gap between disbelief and believing in yourself, your idea, your goal, your dream, your vision. It's that annoying little voice in your head that makes you overthink or even paralyzes you from taking action, just keeps you stuck. You're eager to 
fully embrace and pursue your ambitious goals. But then there's that tricky little tightrope we have to walk between belief and doubt, and we have to conquer it. Here's how it shows up in our thoughts. Uh, I don't think you're ready for that. I don't think you're totally prepared. I think you should do this thing or that thing first. Take another class. Wait for the perfect time. Or what if I make a mistake or make the wrong decision? Can I even pull something like this off? I don't think I'm fully prepared. All that keeps us stuck and not moving toward our goals. I used to think successful people didn't even have doubts. I thought they were full of confidence or that they had people. They just paid people to do things for them. That's not true. Every person on the planet who has a brain experiences doubt from Supreme Court judges to professional athletes to multi-million dollar entrepreneurs, even professional models. I think that's why I love to watch reality TV shows like Project Runway and Top Chef. You'd think those people have it all together, but they're a hot mess full of doubt too. Doubt is simply part of the process, but what do we do about it? I want to share with you four steps you can take to overcome doubt. The first one is have a conversation with it. I like to imagine what it would be if doubt were a person and we're going to sit down and talk with me. Those conversations are usually pretty ridiculous because our emotions are not designed for us to thrive. They're designed to keep us safe from the unknown, which happens to be for us to stay comfy and cozy in our comfort zone. Here's an example I want to share with you. My son and my nephew have a six-year age gap, and it makes them see the world from different perspectives. Back in the day, when my son was just a little rascal trying to sell me on some outlandish idea of his, I'd playfully say, you know, that sounds like Sam talking. It was my way of humorously acknowledging the age gap and gently reminding him that he was older and wiser than that six-year-old Sam. That's how I imagine it is talking with self-doubt. It goes something like, you know, I can see where you think we're not capable of that thing. I get where you're coming from. I, I can see where you think we might not be able to pull that off. Maybe we couldn't have as our six-year-old self, but I bet we can now. And how are we going to know if we don't even try? There certainly was tons of doubt for me when I was considering creating this coaching business and a life outside of the dental practice. Could I coach someone and get them to pay for it? Oh my gosh, the technology. It's hard to imagine overcoming all the doubt I had about learning the technology I needed to learn. The conversation I had with doubt about that went something like, well, first you have to get this certification, then that certification. Once you get everything set up perfectly, you know, you have the perfect logo, the perfect website, then and only then will you be ready to launch a program. And listen, don't forget about your family. Remember how hard that's always been? There's no way you could be there for them and your business. 
You probably need to wait until everybody gets settled in, doing what they're going to do, and then you have your turn. You know, someone's going to ask you something you're not going to have the answer to. What are you going to do about that? You need to enroll in a program, all of them, to get all the answers and be totally prepared. And what if you give someone the wrong advice? That's going to be awful. You're going to mess up their whole life. It's going to ruin everything. I think we should just wait and do get all that settled and then start. It sounds as silly as a four-year-old trying to tell a 10-year-old with Jared and Sam that you couldn't possibly ride a bike or take a spelling test or read a book. That is how ridiculous those conversations would sound. And then step two is to get into action by taking small steps that will produce the evidence you need to close that gap between disbelief and belief in reaching your goal. Sometimes make it the tiniest of all steps. Because here's what I've learned. No matter how small the step is, it's still forward movement. Think about it for yourself. Perhaps you have a goal to go out of network in your practice. Maybe you want to up-level your periodontal treatment that you provide or cosmetic treatment. You may doubt you can pull something like that off when you look at it in its entirety, but distill it down into the smallest of steps. So let's take going out of network, for example. Perhaps you could start just a small step, identify which companies you are in network with. Identify how many patients you have in each of those insurance companies. Get the contracts out. Read them. Understand the steps they recommend for you to take to get out of network with each of them. Create a resignation letter. List out the order of which companies you want to exit with. And then so on. I was thinking about this the other day. Taking small action is a lot like tackling a jigsaw puzzle, like the Christmas puzzle my daughter and I were working on the other day. 1,000 pieces. First, I put together this big blue ornament. She did a big red one. There were two smaller green ones. Then this little snowflake one. Then a couple of gingerbread men. The puzzle began to take shape because we had these big chunks of the puzzle we could piece together, then simply fill out the small sections. Taking action starts with those initial manageable steps. Piece by piece, you can build something beautiful and achieve your goals. And even if the action you take doesn't produce the result you want, it's still forward movement. So don't be tricked and give in to doubt and give up. You're going to gain valuable information valuable experiences and lessons along the way about what you do need to learn, who you do need to become, which ultimately will bring you closer to your destination. Each step you take makes you stronger and helps you overcome doubt and gathers evidence to build your belief that you are capable to achieve any goal. And then third, Give belief in your goal, in yourself, at least equal airtime, if not more. It's like moderating a debate where doubt and belief are the participants. Doubt steps up to the podium, spews its uncertainty, questions your abilities, makes the case for why you shouldn't go after your big goal. 
But then let belief have a turn with at least equal time, if not more. Let it present all the reasons why you are capable of going after that goal you want. Write it down in your journal. Write a list of all the reasons you want to do the thing you want to do. Why you believe in that dream. Gather all the evidence of the things you've done in the past that are similar and why you are perfectly capable of achieving this dream too. What I've found is when I give as much or more energy to my belief, that's when belief starts to loop over and over in my head instead of doubts. And that's when I reach my goals. If I had given in to doubt, especially in my business, I would not have put myself out there, done this podcast, helped people. Many of you would still be wrestling with burnout, struggling to have a successful career and a fulfilling personal life without achieving either. Look, you can look to your past for evidence to build a compelling argument for either doubt or belief. There's evidence there for both sides. You can find all the reasons why your dream is impossible, or you can use your time and energy to focus on the reasons why you should believe in yourself and go for it. So instead of dwelling on your doubts, choose to focus on the times you overcame doubt and make incredible things happen in your life and in your future. And the fourth step, speaking of future, I love to deal with doubt and make decisions from my future. It's like consulting the version of you who's already living the life you dream of, a life full of all the things you want to do, have, experience, and become. In a way, it's like the younger versions of you, much like the dynamic between that six-year-old and 12-year-old self, just like Sam and my son, Jared. It's very similar. Your past self with its unique qualities and perspectives It's like the stepping stones you use in your life journey. When I look back at those pivotal moments, just six short years ago, when I signed the contract to purchase my current home in Colorado, while I was still working in our practice in Louisiana, I vividly remember those swells of doubt that surrounded me. It was like standing at a crossroads with doubt pulling me in one direction and belief tugging me in another. And here's the magic. By making decision from my future self's perspective, it quieted those doubts. I knew my future self acted like a beacon of belief showing me I was capable and it was worth taking the leap over that gap of doubt. Now, while that was a significant milestone in my life, it was a goal that represented a brand new chapter and a dream come true. This four-step process to overcome that gap between doubt and belief isn't limited to the monumental dreams you're chasing. This simple four-step process, that's the exact same steps you can use in tackling any goal you're trying to accomplish no matter what the size or difficulty. Because you see, both those big audacious goals and the smaller everyday aspirations we all have share something in common, and that's the potential for doubt to creep in. 
Doubt does not discriminate based on the scale of your ambitions. So the next time you find yourself face-to-face with doubt, I want you to use this rock-solid four-step process as your go-to method to overcome it and boost your self-belief. Move toward the life you want to create. So have a conversation with your doubt and listen for what it's trying to tell you. Just like with Jared and Sam, is it your six-year-old perspective or the 12-year-old's perspective talking? And then get into action by taking steps, no matter how small, that move you closer to your goal. Give belief at least equal, if not more, airtime. Feed it your energy and make it stronger to quiet the doubt. And then number four, look to your future self in making decisions to overcome doubt. That is the version of you who did it and build a case for your belief. When you practice this process, you're going to find yourself setting bigger, more extraordinary goals and building unwavering belief in yourself as you go after them. And you're going to get better at overcoming the doubt that is certain to show up. Because ultimately, it's not about eliminating the doubt, but building a strong, solid Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit BethHeilmanCoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth. I hope you have a fabulous week.